0: Sikhis, beys, this Sicha is actually a Hadron on Mesachus Harius and Bechirus. To the subject, we just need to give two short introductions. First of all, there's a uh, law which is called Temura. Uh, when you donate, when you are Makdish, ma- 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 a korbin for the Mesbeach, for a korbin, you're not allowed to do a Temura, which means you can't say, Oh, I, I gave this cow to the, to the Mizbeach, now I want to change it for this other cow. I want, this should be Tumur hasta. You're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to switch. The Raman writes a reasoning is that we are scared that, um, that even if you would take a beautiful animal and switch it for the bad animal, which you had already consecrated, we're scared that maybe next time what you'll do is you'll take a bad animal, and say, you know what, this bad animal, that's instead of that beautiful Korban that I was Makdish. Therefore, the Torah does not allow you to do temurah at all. But what happens if you do do a temurah? So it's a lav. And if you do a temurah, the second carbon is Kaddish, and also the first carbon, the original carbon, stays Kaddish. Uh, for example, if you give, if you're Makdish a carbon for a shlamim, so that carbon will remain a shlamim. The second animal, which you made as a temurah shlamim, would also be brought. As a shlomim, and it would have the same halachas. So you could be eating it for two days and one night, etc., etc. But the truth is, it really depends what type of korban was the original korban. If the original korban was a chatas and you made it tomorrow, then the second korban is still Kaddish, But uh, the halacha says you are supposed to allow it to. It's tamos. It has to be killed. And depending on the the korban, there there are different halachas. What happens to it? Uh, there is machlaikis which is relevant to our sicha, is what happens when you're matish a meiser behema. We you know the tenth animal you have to give to the uh, bais hamikdash is meiser. So if you're you're not allowed to do two more on the meiser, of course. What happens if you do two? You do two more on that meiser. So according to Rabbi Yehuda, that korban is just like the carbon meiser itself, and you bring it on mansbeach and you eat it just like all the other halachas of a korban meiser but it is of course a tumor according to a mayor if you make a tumor on the miser, uh the korban is kaddish but you're not allowed to bring it on the mezbah rather that korban has to be has to be allowed uh, you get a you have to allow it to get, become blemished to have a mum once it has a blemish, then it's allowed to be eaten at that point by the owners the second point that we need to know is um is a, how, how does miser work? How how do you make the tenth animal kaddish? So it's very important is that you have animals. You need to have a minimum of ten, of course. You have these animals inside of your barn, and you let you have to let the animals go out one at a time, and you count one, two, three, four, and the tenth one you hit with the rod. You make with a red rod, and you make it uh, some color on it, and you call it the tenth, and that makes it kaddish. If you don't do it that way, for example, you just stay in your barn and you start counting one, two, three, four, five then it's not Kaddish, it doesn't work at all. But let's assume you're doing it properly, you're letting the animals go out one at a time, each sheep, one, two, and you're you're counting it as they leave the barn. And by accident, you call, call the ninth one the tenth one. And then when you reach the tenth, you call it the ninth. And then when you reach the eleventh, you call it the tenth. So what happened again is, for the ninth and the eleventh, you called them the tenth. And for the actual tenth one, you called it the ninth. So what is the halacha? So the halacha is that all three are Kaddish. But there's differences. The ninth one is Kaddish, but you cannot bring it on the Mizbech, that's the Kulayama. Rather, it has to be, uh, you, you, allow, you wait for it to have a mum, and then it's eaten with, with its mum. The tenth one is regular Miser, even though you called it the ninth, it's Miser, and it's brought on the Mizbech like a regular carbon Miser with all the halachas of the Miser. The eleventh, though, is a Machleikis. Reb Rabbi Yehuda says that this 11th carbon has the same halachas of a tumorous miser, so it would be brought on the mizbech according to Rabbi Yehuda, but it would have the halachas of a tumorous Meiser. But according to Rebbe Meir, he says that the 11th carbon had the halacha of a shlaman, and therefore it has to be brought as the carbon shlaman. The main difference really between the carbon shlaman and, and the Meiser would be how the blood is actually put on the um, the the Shlamim uh, is supposed to have two, which is four, as we say each day in Davening, while the carbon meister only has one thing of blood, which is put to, put on the aside. But another big Dabkamina is a third rule that we need to know. The third rule is Ein t'mor t'mor. You, one Tumor cannot make another Tumor. So you have carbon number one, and it says, Oh, I want to switch this sheep for the, the original sheep. Both are Kaddish. Then you take a third sheep and say, I want to th- switch the third sheep for the second sheep. The third sheep is just regular chulan; it does not become kaddish. So the naf-k- big nafkmina between Remeir and Bihuda regarding the eleventh carbon is that according to Behuda that holds just tamuras meiser. If you go and say, "Oh, I want this sheep to be instead of this uh, this 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 uh, tumuras meiser, this eleventh, uh, the one that you counted as number 11, that sheep will not be kaddish; it will be regular chulan. But according to Remeir, that holds the eleventh uh, sheep is actually a shlamim, and then it's, it's basically an original carbon. You have 10th is meiser the 11th is Shlomim, and if you take this third sheep, it will be, have the halachas of Turmuras, Shlomim, which is brought on Mizbeach, and has all the halachas of the shlam So that's what's relevant as Hadam. Let's start inside. It says, all meiser of uh, sheep and cattle, anything that will go under the rod, the tenth one will be Kaddish. As I mentioned, the way how the process is, each one go, they have to go one at a time. And you have a stick that's counting them. And the tenth one, uh, you hit with the stick and you, you have some red on it. And that one would be Kaddish. That the tenth animal for sheep or cattle that a yid has becomes Kaddish. And as we mentioned, you put it in the barn. One goes one at a time. Is left, uh, it leaves one at a time. And you count them with a stick. And when the last one goes out, you uh, make it. Uh, you you put some red on it, and you call it meiser. So the carletchia series. Ula siri chi ula achad aser siri shloish mukdashim. This pasuk is connected to the din that if you call the ninth, the tenth, the tenth you call number nine, and the eleventh you call ten, that the rule is all three of them will become, will become kaddish. So Gemar Sham, mark explains what does this mean? The Menaim sheim kar l'tchiya siri, ula siri chi, ula achad aser asiri tam mikdashim baka it says in the Pasik, what's the source, the Gemara says for this Allah, that all three are Because it says in the all Pasach, So the actual word, is teaching you that any uh, animal that you are calling the 10th, which were means specifically, we shouldn't say any, but specifically the ninth or the 11th, if you call it the 10th, uh, all three of them will become Kaddish. We'll just, later on in the Sikh, we'll give you the source why only this rule of all Cholasher Yavar, Pacholmaisa were only applied to the ninth and the tenth, but this is the source. But regarding the Kaddusha of the eleventh, which you call the tenth, there's Machloikis Rameir and in the Mishnah. So, so the eleventh one, according to a Meir, he says it's a Shlomim, and since it's a Shlomim, it's you know the original carbon basically, so it can make a Tamura. But Yehuda says, what do you mean? It's not a Shlomim, as we mentioned, it's really a tumor of a Meiser. And since it's a Tamura of a Meiser, can one Tamura make another Nazik Of course not. So Meir replies to him, it's not a Tamura, it's a Shlomim. What's my proof? Because according to Ramayor, a mayor, a tamura smicer is never is not brought on the mezbeach. Remember, a tamura smicer according to a mayor has to be eaten once it has a mum. So if it was a tamura, you wouldn't be allowed to bring it on the mezbeach. Um, but this one we are bringing on the mezbeach, so clearly it's not a tamura; rather, it's a shlame. But Rabbi Huda disagrees with him because Rabbi Huda holds that. A Tumur Smaeser is allowed to be brought on the Mizbech. So this that you bring the Alameth on the Mizbech is not a proof that it's a, it's a Shlomim. Rather, it, it is a Tumur Smaeser. And the Tumur Smaeser, according to Bebidah, could be brought as a Korban. Therefore, that would be the basis of their Makhlaikis. Hayinu Shabihud, Asavr, Shukudusat, Seishallah, Echad Asir, Hirach, Begadur, Kudusha, Shal Tumur Smaeser. Ki Vizesh, Shakara, Asiri, Uba Amas, Uwe, Echad Aser, Hayzai, Kilo, Amar, Yitumar, Seishallah, Asiri. Lachain, Ayimr, Shain Meaning, according to Yehuda, he holds that the eleventh korban is really has the same halachas as the Timur smicer because, and therefore, uh, the eleventh, the, the number eleven animal, is not able to make another tamura, right? If you take another sheep, as I mentioned, you say this will be instead of this uh smaiser, ain't is it he holds the eleventh is not a tumur rather has its own kedusha. It is and it's a shlamin, and therefore it is able to make a tumor. And maybe Rameyer raya l'shitasla imahada asa ilu din loy um and remeir brings a proof because this that we were makriv the, the the 11th cor, the 11th animal that's a proof that it's not a tumor because according to remeir a Corbin Meiser is never a tumor Smicer is not brought on the mizbeh so this is clear that this cannot be a tumor smyser it must be a slum. The Gemara explains his opinion that he holds a tumor of mice or could be brought in the zbeach. So this, that you're being mocked with, the, the, number 11, the animal number 11, that's not a proof. Um, that's not a proof that it's not a tumor because it could be a tumor and you're bringing it on the zbeach. Fine, so that's just simple, the Mishnah. Sif and the Gemara, Sif based. He nay b'svar plukta. Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yehuda, im yeshle achad aser kedushas ra kedushas The svar, what's the svar machalik is between them? Rather, meaning is the the sikh is really going to be discussing what's the svar behind why Rabbi Meir will hold it that has a kedusha of a shlamim, while according to Rabbi Yehuda, it really just has a kedusha of a t'mura. What's the svar behind it? Yeshlemer. Sh behuda spiral, a la khadish kedusha very logical. He says the eleventh animal the eleventh animal doesn't have the capability to create a new kadusha. Where's this new kadusha coming from? We know there's a din of miser, and you called the eleventh one miser. You never called it a shlamim. So how could it have the kayak of shlamin? The only thing that it could have, it could come from the, it's the, it's rather, you thought it was the Meiser. you made a mistake. So really kind of what you're basically doing is, instead of, you, you're, what you're basically doing maybe by accident, maybe, I'm, well, definitely by accident, is that instead of calling the 10th one Meiser, you're saying, you know what, I don't want the 10th one as Meiser. I want the 11th to be instead of the 10th, right? That's basically what you did by accident. You're making the 11th Meister instead of the ten, and the rule is, if you make the 11th, it's going to become a tomorrow. So, so, basically, what's happening is that the kedusha of the tenth animal, the mice of the animal, is being nimshach, is being drawn and spreading into the eleventh animal, which is exactly the idea of a tumor. The kedusha of the original animal gets transferred. Um, into also the, the, the second animal, similar to a candle. You put a candle next to one candle, there is the original candle. The second one will also have some of that flame. But they uh, Yeah, so both of them will be Kaddish. Therefore, um, since it's only in Hespashtus of Kedusha, it is the same idea as a tamura. And therefore, has the same halakhus of a tumor that it's only his pastus and ain't tumor a tumor according to Behuda. Because he makes shipped to shasa, he raked to shas tumor, am his specialist mcdushasiri, ain't betoka kalka bisiri atsmai, kirak bekoeck to shasae atsmis, his pastipuzulase, mashinking bis pastus, and bekoeck to shasae, his pastor, every man of Allah, who at times ain't tumor a tumor. Right? So basically, that only an, an original. Corbin has the capability, has the power to be able to, be, to take its Kedusha and give it over to someone, an, another animal. But something which it itself is only a spashtus, that does not have the capabilities to be able to uh, give, uh, give its Kedusha to, some, to a second animal. So the example I gave with a flame is not really a good example, at least for that aspect. Maybe a better example would be like the sun and the light that comes out of the sun. The sun can have light. But the light doesn't make its own light. Right? The sun can make light because it's the original, it's the source. It can make light. But if you just have light, light cannot make another light. Amnam Kriya siri, bitais. It's Bekoyeh al-Lachadish Kedusha. Heinrich Shedusha sa'achad also in his this with tomorrow. Kimikedusha Atmas. Where Meir says the Torah is Mechadish, it's a novel din. It's a Gezer Samelach, something that you can't think and try to understand the logic of it. This is the din that the Torah says that if you make a mistake and you call the 11th, the 10th, it gets its own essential Kedusha. I, you didn't mean to make it a Tosh and the only logic would be is that maybe you should have some type of kudusha from the meisers of Yehuda was saying should be a Tumur's Meister at the most. He's saying, no, this is a Kiddush. The Torah says, in the Pasuk, it says the word V'chol Meister, Bokovitzah. So the word V'chol, all of it's becoming meiser. The word V'chol meiser is teaching us that all of these Karbanis will, be, will be actually be considered mukudish, not as a Torah, but as original Karbanis. Maybe Rameir. Ramay- and uh, the And the proof of a mayor is that it's brought on the Mizbeh. And the proof of your mayor is really according to his shita. So just, he says like this, just like if it was a spashtus Kedushah, he says then it would be just like the T'morah. But a T'morah you can't put on the Kedushah because it doesn't have its own essential kadusha. And a T'mor of a mice doesn't have enough Kedushah on its own to be brought on the Kedushah. But this one you are bringing on the Kedushah. So, it has an essential Kedushah. He says, What's forcing Rabbi Yehuda to say that the 11th one is just an Hispashtus He says, What's forcing Rabbi Yehuda to say that the 11th one is just an Hispashtus of the Kedusha of the 10th? So the question is, what's being machriyach habiyuda? He says, if you look at the papashtus of the Kabban of the pasik, it says the chol, which is telling you that all the maizer, all the different ways of making maizer, they're all equal. Meaning, is if you, so even the taus maizer would have the din of maizer gummer. I, you're going to ask, like, Rabbi Huda had a very, they're saying, like, why would, what machriyach to say such a thing? So we just, the Rebbe is giving me be before. What's machriah? Machriah means like it doesn't make sense what Rebbe Yehuda is saying. But didn't we just finish saying uh, that Rebbe Yehuda makes a lot of sense logically? It should just be an aspashtus, because where else is the kedusha coming from? So the Rebbe adds these words. The harid din mechudish kumaykam ve'kamid din mechatshim. He says having this a din by kachim is very common. Meaning is if you learn in seder Kachim, there's many examples of dinim that only apply by kachim, um which would be a chidish, which might not necessarily fall into the regular halachic logic, because um, Kachim has its own halachic logic. So, So even though if you want to look at basic logic, you wouldn't say that, but the logic of Kachim, what we're saying makes, makes sense. I, wiser, mayor even better than Rabbi Hudazvar, because there's a pasik. If you just look at the Posik itself, it says Vachal Meiser Bakr. So, the word Vachal is mashka that all of them are getting the Kedusha of a Meiser. So, so how so, does the Yehuda know to make a differentiation between one ma'is and the next, and to say that one of them is only a tumorous miser? Ma- and just to point out one point, the reason why Rebbe Me- Reb says that it's brought as a shlamim and not as a miser, meaning if the Pasuk says, why do one you literally have exactly the same halachas as, as, as the miser itself? That's because there's another Pasuk. It says in the Pasuk, Imin shlamim karanai, Imin ha so he learns from this pasik in minashlam kabana im minakbakr. So the word ha is extra. That's teaching us that in this uh situation it's supposed to be brought not as the maister itself, but brought as a shlamir. But the point is the pasik's teaching us that it has the kudusha's macer like an original one. But Papal Mamish, we have another pasik that's telling us it's not gonna be mock and discarved exactly like the macer itself. Rather, it has the really the added kadusha of of, of of a shlamir, meaning is that it needs uh, additional sprinklings of blood, plus, if there's becomes a mum inside of it, it wouldn't be able to be eaten. Meiser, if there's a mum, you can eat it afterwards, even regular bilem Asherikin ashlamim. If there's a mum, you have to be poyde uh, it and uh, use the money, and then you can eat it. But then the money would have to be used to buy another korban. Fine. Vayter. V'yesh lemer behezbari right. chachas shitas rebi Yehuda. He says hadinu tois maiser cholaraklat shiv echlasuk lal maser. Is the, that's the, the, the reasoning of Rabbi Huda. He says the, the Kedushah's tais only is on the 9th and the 11th animal. It's not on number 8, it's not on number 12. So the question is why? Right, so the, so the Gemara tells us the reasoning is because it has to be what only those which are directly next to the 10th animal become Kaddish. Only, only that 9 and 11 because they're right next to the, the carbon number 10. So Rabbi Huda is saying the logic is, is very simple why was only 11 if we're saying that the only important thing is what number you're calling if you so even if you call number 210 it should work or call number 15 10 that should also work right i mean if the whole idea is that it's its own kadusha by calling it the 10th it, it gets it's like all of a sudden a new kadusha comes in so what's the difference what number you're calling call number 13 number 10 that should also work why is only work by number nine and eleven so it's because it's an extension. So when the Torah says that this extension works, it only works for the extension of 9 and 11. So it's only nimshach, it's only it so far, it's only mishpashit that which is close to it. As the Gemara is going to say, is that like this, the Gemara says like this, that you have the tenth and you also have the tais. So he says, just like the tenth animal only becomes kaddish um, by that which is close to it, meaning is that the tenth animal only it itself will become Kaddish. Um, why? Because it's the 10th, meaning, because as I mentioned at the beginning, if you have a bunch of sheep inside of the, in a pen, and you start counting one, two, three, four, that's not going to work. Rather, you have to let them go through the door, one at a time, and then the 10th one will be Kaddish. And even if you don't say, another lach, even if you don't call the 10th one the 10th one, if it just goes, you know, you let one, two, three, one, nine, and then the 10th one comes out, that's automatically Kaddish, even though it's a mitzvah to call it Kaddish. Why? Because it's the 10th. So we see the Kedusha is hal on the 10th because it is the 10th. So therefore the Gemara says, just like the 10th is only Kaddish because it is the 10th, it's the closest number to the number 10, which the Pasik wants. So who had been the 9th and the 11th, that they are the closest uh, to number 10. Let's read it inside. Just that the tenth is Mekudosh, only because it's close, close to the number ten, meaning is that there's nothing that can be closer than it itself. Also, it's a mistake. Similarly, when there's a mistake, the only thing in with Kaddish is that which is close to it, meaning nine and eleven. What's clear from here here is that the kedushas toys is not a khidish din, it's not like a new type of kedusha that all of a sudden comes into play over here. And just by calling something 10 all of a sudden it has this kadusha which is hal on it. Because if that's the truth, because if the Kudush, if by just calling something ten, you call you know you have a bunch of as long as you have a bunch of animals going out of the pen and you have number 8 comes out, and you call it the 10th, that should work, then then even the 8th one should become Kadosh. And since the Kadushah, it's only an Espastus from the 10th one, therefore this Espastus is only able to work like the 10th one itself, just like the 10th only becomes Kaddish to that which is close to it, meaning in itself, also the mistake has a similar rule that it can only become Kaddish those which are close to number 10, meaning 9 and 11. So that is the Sforah of Rabbi Yehuda, Right. So Yehuda is basically saying the Sforah is it has to be, close, this, that, the proof, I should say. The proof is that we see that only the annals which are close to the 10th become Kaddish, while the proof for the Shittas from is that you're able to be bringing the 11th as a Korban on the Mizbeach, and if you're allowed to bring the 11th as a Korban on the Mizbeach, that shows that it has its own Kedusha atmas. So before we explain in more depth the uh, Rameer R- 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 and Rebihuda, we're going to bring the, the Siyam and the Masech of Masekhas Harias, explain the Gemara there, and then we're going to come back and show how that connects to our Gemara. To explain the proof of Ramir. From this, that the proof that we're saying that it's because it's the Corbin is brought under Bizbayach, that shows it has its own Khalushah. We'll explain it that he goes according to his Shita in another place came into Hashem, The story over there is that um, Rashimliel was the Nasi of the Baisdin, ramnasim was the Av-Bezdin, and Ramir was the Chacham, was the wise uh, individual there. So how it worked was that as any if any of them came into the uh, to the to the Sanhedrin, everybody would stand up. And one day when Ramir and ramnasim were not there, Rab Shim decided to make a differentiation between the Nasi. And the av beizdin and the chacham, and he said only by the uh, only by the nasi does everybody rise, but by the av uh less individuals rise, and for the chacham even less. Look over there for the details of, but the point is that they, he he made differentiations between the three of them, so they got upset. I mean, of course, we'll, we'll see what the, the really the reasoning why Rashid and Leo did that is because he felt that in order to have a strong, he he felt that it's very important to have a strong central uh, Sanhedrin and therefore needed a strong leader um, in in order to guide it. And having three individuals that are, you know, for the regular eye, look like they're on the same level, that would add And especially as we're going to see, they Rameir and Manassar had a different opinion, a different treatment. Shemshu and So and felt that for the sake of Achdus of the Yisrael, and sake of having a clear vision of what where they're going, there needed to be differentiation. While Ramnas and Rameir uh, clearly disagreed. So what they did was they said, let us try to embarrass him, meaning is to I guess to try to lower his covet. Um, I, I guess they they're hoping that through that that they one of them would maybe become the nasi, or at least they would revert to how it was before. So they said, let's ask in Shilas in Masachas Uksin. Right? That's a very hard Masach regarding taharas. Uksin is the um, the uk, it's like you have the Ukits on the Esri, is like uh, the stem, and there's different tumas if you when when you pit, hold on the uh, the stem, um, th- that might sometimes pending many different lachas, but sometimes when you when you're hold if you're tame and you're holding the stem of a fruit that can make the f- entire fruit tame, and sometimes not, look over there for details. So he says he doesn't know the Sumsahthas, so let's ask some question. And once, Naimulah, and once he we ask him he doesn't know, we'll say, Miya Sashem. Who is allowed to speak about the Gvor sashem? Only he who is able to, to let be let known all of his praises. Meaning me know me in this situation referring to the Torah. Who could speak about the Torah of Make the dinim of Hashem. is only He who knows it. But it didn't work. Why? So if councilor, mayor, rab Nach, rab Nasan, the lay name is Shmaita Meshmayu, siki rab mayor la Chiram, rab Nachman, rab Nasan, yes, aymer. But it didn't work. The Gemara tells the whole story that uh, Rabbi Yaakov uh, heard about it, who was there, uh, didn't want Rishonimli to be embarrassed. A long story short, Ribshimliel Shimon f- uh, figured it out and he learned that night, So the next day they came in and started asking questions, he was able to answer it. And he gave them a kanas for trying to embarrass him that they wouldn't call Rameir or Rib Nasan by their names. Rather, Rameer would always be called a Cherem. When they quoted Rameer, they would quote him as a Cherem Aimrim. Rab Nassen would have the name the Yesh Imri. So Bahamshikhazza Isasha Mikmarath, Gamar continues. The Masni Low Rabbi that Rebbe taught his son Rib Shimon. Again, Achirim is Remeir. Ilu That Remeir, that holds that if you have a tamura, right? And this is going back to our original case that if you hold that the eleventh, uh, the animal, is just a tamura, then it, you wouldn't have been able to bring it on the mizbeach. Elamay Remeir says it's really a shlam. So he's quoting Remeir that ilu ha'yitamura, lo ha'yikarv. So, uh, but he called him as a So Rabbi Shimon said to him, mi Who are these individuals that we drink from their waters, but we don't mention their names? So Amali, these are Bnei Adam, shibikshul These are people that wanted to uproot your covet and the covet of the beisavicha. And as I mentioned, it was very important at that time to have a very strong unity. That was his, it wasn't for himself. And you'll see many of Rabbi Shimon and this family, that they were very, they, they tried to um, have a strong, a central unity. Um, and it goes into other places, more details, but that it was clearly not for themselves from those stories. As you can see, it was for the, it was for the, for the yidden. So, Amar lei, He says, but their love, their hatred, even their jealousy, everything is already lost. Reasoning is because they already passed away a long time ago and it's, Really, no uh shash about any machikas. So he agreed with Rabbi agreed with him, and he repeated what he said. He said like this. Uh theaslin mayor So repeats it. And he said that this time he said the name of a mayor, the name of a mayor who has been said that if it was a if the 11th animal was just a tour attack, it would not have been wrought as a uh carbon. Move a big and then we bring a third point in this Gemara. Uh, the Gemara is uh, arguing about what's better. Uh, having a, a, a very, uh, like being like Sinai, meaning as you know all the Shemus, you know all the Mishnais, all the Teseftis, having a very strong Bikias of collateral Kulai, or is it better to have a be sharp, meaning as to really understand? The alachas extremely well and have an extremely sharp mind and understand what the inner meaning of all the alachas here that you're able to compare and ask and answer. So, which one's better? That's what's called Sinai, Sinai, that's where we receive the Torah. So, he's, it was like he's standing at Sinai receiving everything there. Or is it better to be uikar haram, meaning to uproot the mountain and to, like, all these alachas and shmuel that we're having, to be able to ask questions on them, rip it up from its place, and then eventually, of course, you know, to answer those questions and to understand what it means. So, so they ask, uh, they wanted to make a the story continues that they wanted to uh, make someone a nasif. Anyway, so they sent from there that the better one is sinai. Because everybody needs wheat. Right? Meaning is you need to have the basics. The basics is you gotta know what the Shemus are. Only once you have what all the Shemus are, that's then you could start being Harim. So the main thing is uh, is sinai. Just to, to, to be clear. Both of them obviously, Sinai and Haram both have a bikias and know um the Kalatari Kulai. The only difference is what, what was their main specialty? Okay? Because if someone doesn't know Sinai, obviously you're not gonna make him a Nasi. I he, he has the Bikias, but his main issue in was the, the Kharifis. While the other one, his main specialty was was the knowledge that he had. So Akhla Havin and Rab Meir, Rab Nasan, the Sugu Shlofinezah. So we need what's the connection? We're talking about yeah, this holster, Rab Meir, Rab Nasan, Mishum and all of a sudden we bring this Machloikus in about Aker What's the connection? So Mervar Alze beSefer Beir Shava, Ma'is LaHa Chuvd Rab Meir Rab Nasan Sh'ala Da'itim LaHaver Shemim L'Mususai Susai, Mahmas Hayad Sin Aker so the Be'er Shavah wants to explain this Kamar. He says, because what was the reasoning that Rab Nassim and Rameir wanted to remove Rav Shemim from his nasius? Because they felt that he wasn't Sinai like them. And M'Yamal M'Gamlio, who is Allah to say? It? Only those who know all the ta'ilis. and But Rav Leo didn't know it all, therefore he should not be nasi. But plague Rav Shemuel Rabbanam, and the Rav obviously argued and felt Oikharim is more important. But plague Rav Rabbanam, in Sidai Adif, lias nikras, lias nikras, shiachal hashmiyakol to leisav. Oikhar nikras Which one's better? To be hashmiyakol to um, Meaning right? Meaning is when it says kol la'isav, What is that referring to? Does that referring to knowing the Sinai or the Oikharim is the is, is 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 the born that's. Um, uh, it is better to be So, or they were Sinai because as we just learned in the sugya, they knew mishachus well. They're going to ask questions to who wasn't an expert on it. was ayah haran He was the aikar Remeir Ramnasen, therefore brings a continuation. The smachlaik, Roshimu Meliel says, and Rabbanan, doesn't say who says what, point that out. One says one, one says the other, but the Bearshev explaining who said what, Roshimu Meliel was the one saying, like, Kaharim, while the Rabbanan, which is Reb Meir and because remember they had a Knast that they couldn't call them by their name, so I guess when they called them individually, but they were quoted as a group, they would just call them Rabbanan, then al Sinai or Kahar. So that's how the Bearshev wants to explain the connection. There are has a few questions on this chat. Avol appears that Kasha Mahad the East, Pesan Hadran, Kol Raya Remeir b'Meisamedrish, Gilu Aikar Hary Hary Miteich and Zev is that Hary Adamu first Remeir Aikar Hary Hary. He says we have a clear Gemara in Sanhedrin that says whoever saw Remeir in the Meisamedrish it looked like he was ripping out the mountains of mountains and grinding them one to the other. So it's clear. The Rameer was Akir Harim. not only was he a Harim, he was Oikar Harim. So he was definitely not the Sina. He was definitely of the two. He would be more described as it Says it's known to, to, to Hashem, that there's no one in the generation like like Rameer. So why wasn't Halacha like Rameer? Because they couldn't understand him. They weren't able to understand the f the, the depth of his understanding. So again, that's the same idea of that charifus, that sharpness, that uh, not the knowledge, but rather the understanding that he had. That's a second proof. For Aycham, another one. Tamid Hayulura Mer, Basumchushmay, Shaya Uimir, I'll call Davidavar Shaltuma Memchas Tameituma. I'll call Davidar Shah Tara Memchas Tara Tahara. Shafi Lutamita Shamir Haikahar. Um So we see the student of Rameir, whose name was Somchus, he said on every matter of Tuma and Tara, he's able to give 48 reasons for Tuma, 48 reasons for Tara. So you see that he's uh, ripping up the mountain, even his student. Number four, fourth proof. B'kara asura meir l'kameidira b'kiva hakeim dayimotsa kamalibe asla kameidira bishmah b'gamar g'mar pierashrashyam shnais tumuskmei shuhu. And then hador asla kameidira kiva savar sara. Savar, Mishnah, It says that mayor first started started, he went to Rabbi Kiva, but he wasn't able to understand the depth of Rabbi Kiva. So he went to Rabbi Shmal and he learned the Khamars. Meaning is the Mishnais, uh to know how the Mishnais are, are they different Yersaiis? Um right the, the idea of Sinai basically. And then once he finished that, he came to Rabbi Akiva to have svara. What svar? To understand the Ikr, the essential reasonings behind the Mishnahis. And through that you're able to understand one idea to the next, start comparing. That's the idea of the harm, the charifis. So Harishaf baysa day talmida shabbi kiva par abnur rameer ikr time and mishinais, huluhainu in shall Harm. So we see that even when he was just a student of Rabbi Akiva, he was able to understand the ikr Taim mishnais. But that ikr Taim mishnais is the ignor of the kharifis and the Ikr of harm. So I search beer the question comes back again: What was the connection between the story of Rambnasser Rameshimimuliel that the machlokus of Eicharim and Sinai Adif? lechayra? We cannot say that the Rabbanan are Rameira and Rambnasser because Rameir is clearly not a Sinai and Rabb Shemimuliel also lechayra is not Sinai because as we see in the story. He was not an expert in Uksun. so if Rishon Malil is not Sinai and Rameir is not Sinai, then it's uh, we have to explain this machlekas like differently, and uh, also how it connects to the prior sugi. So Tziv Daled There's also a few more. The we need to understand Alef they, they gave them the and to not call them by their names. So why was Rameir given the name Achiram, and why Reb given giving Yeshayim? You know, if they're going to give a name, these nicknames obviously is for a reason. He says we see many mishnayis that names Rameir by his own name. It doesn't call him Achiram. It says Rameir. And he says it's a to say that um, that all the halachas that we have that say Remeir that was before the story, and the few times in Shas that mentions a cherem, that was, that's what happened afterwards. Meaning is that the majority of the halachas that we have for Remeir happened before the story, and therefore since that name was given, that was the quote they had, so they kept. You know, there was always the rules. You keep the Mishnah as as it was recorded. And then later on, once he got the kanas, then they started, uh, you know, recording it as a cherim. Um, and, and that was only a few. He says that's a deichik to say that. All the things that we have, like the majority are just a uh, rameir, a there should have been a lot more with the name a cherim. So, Gimel. He says the story of Reb Rebbe, and his son Rabb Shimon that they quote that Rebbe quoted Rebbe, uh Rameir, and he quotes him as a khair. And he tells him well, what was the halacha? It was the case of Tamura. in He says, why is Rebbe quoting halacha like That's like what's the connection to of specifically this halacha? That's an example of. Calling Rameir a khirm. like why all the halachas he chose to express and to teach Reb Shimon uh, about Ram, that that Rab, a chaim is Rameir. Why why specifically this one? Like 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 uh, right. The main point is just, just that he's named a khirm. Like what's it connected to this particular idea? And more than that, even after. Uh, he changes it at the end. He, he repeats it again. He, he says in the name of Rameir, he repeats the, what the Teichon of the Lacha is, that ain't tomorrow, isn't tomorrow. Ilu ha'ya tomorrow, lo'ya Right, it says it once. And then it says it a second time. It seems like there is a connection of this din, specifically with our sugiah of calling Rameir Acherim. So the question is really, what's the connection? So Sif, hey. Abir b'cholodah. hapirish b'hemshech. He says, the connection between the two suges, that's what we're going to work with first. He says, the Be'er Shava had the correct idea. It's just that he flipped around the Sheetah. Rather, Rameir and Ramnasin were the Aicher while Reb Shimingam was the idea of Sinai. So that, so the basic idea that they're connected because Rabbanan the Rabanan is Rambnosin or That's correct, but they're saying Aicher while Shimingam Liel is saying Sinai. <speaking in Hebrew> It says, it's also, we know the rule that in such a situation where are just at chad amar and, and then a chad amar, and it doesn't say who's the first one, who's the second one, unless it says it clearly in the Gemara. Otherwise, the assumption is that the first individual said the first thing and the second individual said the second thing. So it says, Reb Shimingam Liel is the first, Rabbanan is the second, and what's the first thing mentioned? Sina Yadav. That would mean Reb Shimingam Liel saying Sina Yadav, and Rabbanan are saying Aikar Harim. Um. So lafi zab benidi done Reb Shimingam Liel who shaymar Sina Yadav for Abner, for Abnasan she oymim Harim Yadav. But af Shimingam Liel like Gamar, m'sachal suksin, ain't a peer the klal. He says, I, we had a shaila. How could we be a sinai? He didn't know Mesachas Uxen. So the verse says, when it says loy gomar, it didn't mean he didn't know uh, at all Mesachas Uxen. He says, because if he didn't know it at all, how did you learn all the halachas in one night? Especially since it's Mashman Sugi that he didn't learn it from a chacham. I mean, he was just learning on his own. It's almost like he's he like, uh, was chazaring it and reviewing it and uh, preparing himself for the questions he was going to be asked the next day. Also, it's not respectful for the Nasi to have to be taught something from the beginning. So I I think what the Rebbe is trying to say is that therefore, in order for him to become the Nasi, he would have had to have been baki and taught these olachas before he became Nasi. Not that, oh, he's a Nasi, people are asking questions, I need someone to come and teach me now. Rather, what does it mean like gomer, Like gomer means that he didn't know all the depth of the reasonings, right? Meaning is he knows the next day Rameh Ram Nuss is going to start asking him shyless and hard questions. They're not going to ask the uh, you know the ABCs the basics, they're going to start asking the hard questions. So therefore, he, but like gomer, he didn't know it, he wasn't an expert in Uxen. He didn't know all the sparse and the, and the depth to it. Therefore, when he hazarded it, what he was really hazarding, not what was in Shah was really to understand more of the reasonings and uh, be prepared for the next day. All right? So why Uxen? And, and that's actually very meduic. Why did they choose, why did Ramiro and us and some are going to ask him questions in Uxen? Like, um, was it just that they happened to know, like, oh, we know Roshim Elil doesn't know Uxen, so therefore we're going to ask him that. They, like, how, like how, first of all, how did they know that he didn't know it? But even assumed that they didn't know, um, what's the deek specifically in Uxen? If you didn't know one, like Uxen was the one thing he didn't know, you know, if you don't know one thing, you usually don't know other things. Uh, Lmi we're saying, is we know that uksin is one of the hardest Mesechtas in Shas. So therefore, when they say, let's ask him an Uksin, is because it's hard. And it's, you need a lot of Charifas. Charifas is our Indian. is our So we can give him questions he won't be able to answer. Because um, he's, uh, he's just Sinai. He'll just know the basics. He'll know this farce, but he won't know the depth, and he won't be able to answer these questions. As we see in Brachis, learned all of his learning was in the Zikin, and when he would reach the Sakhos uksin, he would say, Oh, this, the, 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 I see many questions of Rav and Shmuel do I see here, I meaning that's a euphemism, I mean, Rav and Shmuel weren't alive in the times of Behuda, but as Rashi explains, means, the reasoning of all these Mishnah is very difficult for me. So we see that Uxen, the, the reasonings were very hard and therefore there was a lot of questions and answers from Rav and Shmuel eventually to explain what's going on there. Therefore, Ram was trying to show the Harifists they picked out this Masechta. Because this Masechta would express most what their point is, what their objection is. They're trying to say you need someone who's like a harm, because you're going to have, uh, as a nasi because you're going to have a Lachis, which are going to be extremely difficult like sechas Oksin and you have someone like Ramesh Mimlil, he's not going to be able to answer the questions, you won't be able to p- pass in the lacha properly. Rather, you need someone who is a oik or Haring. right? And therefore, that also once Rabshim and Leah was able to answer those questions, of course, you can see how their tainas were, of course, answered. That the Sinai is not that he doesn't understand anything, but they ha- Sinai also has a very strong understanding. It's just the specialties in Sinai. But it also has a, a, a lot of uh, understanding of what's going on. That's actually the Rebbe says in the Namul Kaseicha why he's what's called the Sinai, the difference between a Sinai and the Mar-Khitya. Uh Morichitya means someone who the, the like a master of grain. He says master of grain means that you just have all this grains. So you have lots of grain, lots of learning, but it's not ready to be eaten. It's the basics, but it's not written to be eaten. Well, you have a mountain. A mountain is just not a lot. Of it. It's not just oh, yeah. There's a lot of dirt over here, but rather a mountain is like it's mitzios mitnei Especially in halacha, there's many halachas that are specifically for mountains. You say bracha when you see a, a, a majestic mountain. There's a halakha. how do you measure a mountain when you get on Shabbos? It's its own mitzios. So what we're saying is that he has such a piquius that's turned into a mountain, meaning is the piquius is so, it's mesudr by him, and the reasonings are clear to him. But it's not the same level, of course, as Oikar HaRam, which main Indian is the harifis and asking and all that. According to this, we understand why they called the him a Meir right? And we'll also understand what the svara of our mayor is, and what the connection of the svara is to our sugya of ilu hayitmur laheh karf sif vav hine klal z im sinai adif oy oikar harm adif yesh shloimarch yesoid bechikir hayedua i hakamus machriyase echos oy lahapach haynuksh davar echod gadlo b'kamus umut beechos umatz davar shu rav haechos umatok ata kamus iz meh bchoshev yesi says there is a machloikes. Um, in, in, regarding a very well known Chakira, whether what's better, quantity or quality? It's from Yosef Engel. Just to give you a few examples in Halacha where we see this idea. One idea in Halacha is that you have a sick person on Shabbos and he needs to eat meat, but there's no meat available. And you have two options. Option number one is you can shacht an animal on Shabbos or you can eat treif, nevela, dika, nevela dika meat. So, What's the, what's the question? Shekita is an skila You're not a la'a That's skila one of the worst things you can do. To eat the nevela, a nevela is a lav. It's not an Isr-Skila, it's just a lav. But the issue is, by nevela, every kazais you eat is a lav. So if let's say he needs to eat five kazaisim. He's basically doing five lavim uh, by eating it. So it's kamos-wise, it's much more. It's getting five lavim of, of a lower-level lav. Inking, by the Shita, that's one law, but it's an Isra Skila. So what should he do? Should he shech the animal and be over on Skila, which is echos, Or is a Kamas is, 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 uh, the better way to go? That's the question. Another example we actually have in Chasidis. Uh, in Gerset brings an example um, regarding, an, 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 it, it talks about virus that if the person does an virus it can make such a blockage between two and Hashem. He gives the two examples. Could, there could be a blockage, which is like a big mechitza Shabarzel, or there could be a blockage of clouds, but many, many, many clouds, thin clouds, and they have so many small clouds, it can block even worse than uh, a one thick cloud. I, I, the example being, being, is that when you have the thick mechitza, that's like being over an isr skila, cuts the entire rope between the Nishama. But then you can have many smaller verses, but there's so many smaller avers that the kamus will equal up to the echos. So the question over here is, what's better, Sinai, which is kamus, or Echahar, which is echos? So haderchzei yeshlem didididan. Sinai is shana mishnah. or bry says like nisas mehar Sinai. Do la se belimera teirah u be kamus. Afsha echos einu ebed kol imke imkei tam yalachso popolim. He says Sinai means he you know he learned mishnais the Brices, They're organized to him just like as they, they were given by Sinai. Meaning is his greatness in Torah is in the quantity. But the echos he doesn't have, kol kach, the, the depth of the reasoning and the pulpal. While well, he has the sharpness, he knows the reason, he's able to compare, and he's able to ask. It's the quality. So, Kamus he doesn't have like Sinai, but Echus he's greater. So So now we can answer the question, why did we call Rameer a cherem? And Because a means it's like it's it's like a different category. It's like sugacher, it's, it's like someone else. He's a cherim. He's like, he's not part of our group, which can mean legunos. But in this situation, it wasn't meant lugnus, rather it's meant as his myla, That he's a cherim. He's like, he's in his own uh, chapter. <laughs> so when he got a knas, not to call him by his name, nonetheless, they wanted to call him with a kinue that expresses his mailah. Therefore, they called him a cherim. But just Tamazai, also, that also, his Mila also shows why he couldn't be the nasi, because people couldn't reach that level. he's called which means there's another opinion, which shows that it's not like a totally another suk. So Ramnasim was not on the same level as Reme, even though both of them are a But nonetheless, you see, Rameh was a cherim. While Ramnasim, was a yesheimer. He was not the opinion of Sinai, he was aiker, but on the same depth. and um, And this is why also um, Ramir was known. In Oikaharim, obviously, there's many different levels of how sharp you are and how intelligent you are. So where Meir, as we said, where it was Hariharm, he was like the highest level of death. Therefore, he got the name ahir, uh, which was, means a sum Yucha, like its own category. So now we can go back to explain our sugya, original sugya, B'chairis, about the Din of Tumur. So first of all be able to explain our machalikis of Rabbi Yehuda, in Bukhairis. And this will also explain why Rabbi Dafka chose this din to express the idea that Rameer is called the khair. Because this din expresses the idea of Echos. He says, say it outside first there's two ways of looking at this behemah, right? we have the, we have the mice. we actually have the miser behemoth itself now we have the 11th one so what's the best how do you, how do you know what the definition of this animal is if it's an espastus or it's an original kedusha on its own so mayor says, you've got to look at the quality. Look at the quality of the animal. The quality of this animal is that it's brought on the mizbeach. It's brought like a carbon shlameh. Meaning is it has a regular kedusha. Remember, most animals could not be brought if there was any type of mum. You couldn't bring it on the mizbeach. There were dinim yuchadim that were specific for a Carbon. Right, uh, uh, remember, different types of tumors also weren't allowed to be. According to Meir, tumor wasn't allowed to be brought on uh, on the mizbeach. If it was um, used for certain types of avarice, it wasn't allowed to be brought on the mizbeach. So this that this carbon was able to be brought as a carbon in the mizbeach shows that it has a higher level of Kedusha. Again, not all all animals can be brought. It's stolen, also can't be brought on the mizbeach. So this that it can be used on the mizbeach itself shows that the kadusha is there and the kadusha of this behimel is, is is the same as the. As the miser, therefore he says, "Look at the echos." While Rabbi Huda's saying is, "Look at the kamas, the quantity." The kamas is not the same because a regular miser is able to make the ninth and also the eleventh kaddish. True, they would just be aspashtus according to Rabbi Huda, but but you see, the quantity is there, right? There's a certain quantity by the tenth. But if you look at the eleventh animal, the eleventh animal is not able to make. Um, I, I, the eleventh animal is not able to make the twelfth animal kaddish, right? The twelfth, eighth, the and the twelfth is not kaddish. So why can't the eleventh make the twelfth kaddish? And Because it's lacking in the kamus. So if it's lacking the kamus, that obviously shows that it's not a regular carbon. So basically, in other words, the machloekus or meiribuda is how do you look at a carbon? The kadusha of a carbon. Do you have to look at its essential quality? Uh, like that would be Mayor saying, and it's this that it's brought on the Mizbeach shows that the essential Kedusha is there. Or are you looking at the commas? I mean, how far will this kedusha extend? And the Kedusha doesn't extend that far, so therefore that shows there's something lacking. Uh that's obviously not a regular carbon. It must be that it's just a tumor, it's just an aspassus, it doesn't have its own essential Kedusha, therefore it doesn't have uh, any commas. Okay? He says the proof of Rabbi Yehuda that the 8th and the 12th is not kaddish; Only the 9th and the 11th is, that proof is, it's how close you are to the 10th. So how close you are, that's basically a proof that, well, obviously the 10th one is the, you know, essential kadusha, and then however close you are, that's how much light you'll get from that. Mash inkin akh akh muhaddar the kara the kara carvalgamis bah hi rima iksa kedusha shall inya carbon carbon inya hi ikhas mi hadis mash inkin the proof of ramir is this that it's brought on the misbah that shows on the quality of the kedusha that the quality of the kedusha this carbon is just like any other uh, original carbon Therefore, Ramir holds that the main who holds that the main thing is the echos. He holds that it is not a tmor. And the proof is because, for, because of the echos, from the echos that it's able to be brought in the zbech, it proves that it has its own kedusha atmos, its own essential kudusha. Because only something that has an essential kudusha can be brought on the uh, mizbech. <laughs> hey, what about the proof of Rabbi a good proof. Well, if it's an essential kedusha, then even if it's number fifteen, you should be able to be brought on the mizbeach. He says, al <laughs> So we saying like this, we know that the 10th one, of course, is Meiser, and we know that the 11th one also has the Kedusha, uh, just like Meiser, it also has that Kedusha Atzimus. But we, what we need to know is, we know that th- when it says in the passage, the we'll Meiser, that there's other animals we'll have, that will have the same Kedusha, the Meiser. But how are we supposed to know which one it is? We know that this animal will have the same echos and the same quality. But which one? I mean, is it number 9? Is it number 7? Is it number 15? How do we know which one it is? So the Torah has to give us a simon so we should know which one that this applies to. So the Torah simon is that, just like the 10th one is Kaddish because it's close to the number 10, so similarly, the number 9 and the number 11, which are close to the number 10, are also Kaddish. Meaning, is this that it's close to number 10 is not the reason why it's Kaddish. Oh, it's close, it must be Kaddish. No, it's Kaddish because it has a Gaddush Ha'atzmah. But we don't know which one it has this Kudusha atmas. Therefore, the Torah has to tell us, oh, it's, it, it has the simen of Samo. So, summon is just a simen, It's just a sign to let us know which one will have this Kudusha Atmos. Uh, similar to another idea that um, we have, we can get a, kashrus, a A kosher animal has two simanim. Let's say a behemoth. Has, choose its cud and it has split hooves. So, the question is, this that it has two cuds and split its hooves, is that what makes it a kosher animal? Or... It's, a cow is a kosher animal. But how are we supposed to know? Hashem said, you're allowed to eat kosher animals. Uh, how are we supposed to know which one are kosher animals? So Hashem tells you, oh, if it has split hooves and it chews its cud, that's a sign that it's a kosher animal. But not that the hooves make it kosher. It's kosher because of chveis, the ruchni stick sorts it uh, up above, and it comes into this world. But how are we supposed to know which one it is? So it comes in a way that we're able to see it, what it is. So same thing Ramir is saying over here. The eleventh animal is a kudusha atmas. But how are we supposed to know... What, you know what? What has that kedusha Atmos? So the Torah gives us the simon, that whatever sum to the number ten, that would have that kedusha atzmus. Ashkenan, as we said, according to Behuda, he's looking. He, he sees the idea of being nine and eleven, not as a kedusha Atmos, but rather, it's it's a goyrim. It's causing the kedusha. This that it's number nine and number eleven that causes it to be kedush because it's close to number ten. Lachem. So now we can understand why when Rebbe, Rebbe, Rebbe told his son that Rebbe Meir is called a Kerem, he also brings the idea which is connected to it. He says this halacha all has to do with the idea of echos, which that's the whole like sheet of Rameer that he held harm was better, therefore he should be nasi and not receiving the muleyon. Because right? this, at the carbon, what do you look at at a carbon? You always have to look at the eichus, the quality of the carbon. So therefore he brings that as an example. Therefore, after he says, uh, Rebbe explains him the reason because he want, why we mentioned him as a khiram because he wanted to uproot the covet of your covenant and the covet of Besavika. And then Ribshman says, yeah, but he already passed away, so there's no kinah, there's no jealousy, there's we don't have any issues anymore. And then so and, and Rebbe agreed and therefore was and then he quotes him again, but this time Mishum Ramir, but he says the lacha again. Why? Why does he say the lacha a second time? This is Because he's trying to tell him like this, that even though the Svara behind this idea, is the idea of echos, and that will uproot the covet of your father. Because if Rameer is right, then Mubshin Mugliel should not be the Sinai, uh, should not be the Nasi, because he's just Sinai, and Sinai is not what we need. So, if our mayor is right, what we need is aikahar, and we should take away the nasius from our family. But nonetheless, he says, because b'alamam. But nonetheless, it still mentions the name because of the reason, of Shimon, that um, since he passed away, this chashash of causing some type of rift in, this base, in the Sanhedrin would not be, or Sanhedrin, the Sanhedrin, uh, the the base medrash would not be applicable. He says, but nonetheless, you can't just say Rameer. You have to say Mushum Rameer, right? In the name of Rahmer, it was said. Not Rameer says, but the name of Rameyr was quoted. Because telling him that this Svara though of Echos over Kamus is that was what was trying to be used to be Oikr the Kveid Beis So the svara of, or the is really, what's better, Oikr harm a Sinai Adif, that svara, that issue is still, is still relevant. Even though a mayor passed away, there'll be other individuals in the future that will be Oikr And if Oikr Harm is more important, or will be decided in the future, the Oikr haram will be more important, that will still be Oikr the Kveid Beis So he still says this issue is still relevant. But he calls it only in the name of Rameer, because since Rameer is not alive anymore, so it's not Rameer's, uh, you know, a cherb, the issue because of a harem. but it's still in the name uh, of, of Rameer to, to express this idea that uh, this, this, this would be an issue. So now we get to the next question. Why do we see that in the majority of the places in Shas, it still calls a Rameer? It doesn't say, it doesn't call him a He says because only in the, the, the only time the name a cherem is mentioned, if there's two conditions. Condition number one was that it has to do with echos. Right, we're trying to show that echos is not more important. That's a cherem. That's like for another group. It's not relevant to uh, the base medrash. It's not relevant to us. We have to do with Sinai. So only things that are actually talking about uh, echos. we need to give that remez to show that uh, we we need a worry on Sinai. And the second condition, of course, was it had to have been after the story. Um, And therefore, both of these two things together weren't that many. Therefore, majority Mishnayis, we mention Remeir by his name.